0: Welcome to another of the Radar with me, Sean Hughes, my guest today, uh, Rona Cameron, uh, a very good friend. She hasn't done stand-up for such a long time. <laughs> and, of course, my <laughs> lovely, delectable Joey Page, who's in all the time. And Scanking on time. About, and on time. And we've got a special guest, clinical psychiatrist, uh, Professor Hans Gruberstein, will be talking to us about uh, manhood. Um, mm. Joey, what's your manhood um, like? Oh, here we go. I knew I was going to go straight into this. Well, I hardly to ask Rona, am I? Although uh, I have views I'm on
2: this I'm fine, mate. It's all, it's all in working order.
0: No, but I don't think that's what it means.
2: And what, as in, how man... What was the question? Manhood in general. How's you feel... my manhood? Yeah. Uh, not as strong as a lot of people's, but I think... Uh, well, it's strong it's, enough
0: you gave someone the flick about 20 minutes ago, didn't you? No. What? What? On the phone. Don't even start. <laughs> you came, You told the girl you didn't want to see her ever again.
2: Oh, great, yeah. We can put this out now, can't we? This doesn't go out for ages. You'll be on
0: your 15th different date by then. No, I won't. I, you're painting a very sordid picture of me. No, tha- how, p- relationships don't work. Me and Rhona can tell you that. Yeah. No, they don't. Yeah, so, um, but why Why did you want to leave, Joy? It's just very turbulent, the whole
2: thing. Turbulent what? Turb- turbulent, the whole thing. We haven't even got enough time on the podcast for this, Sean. Oh, What's
1: it's it? A relationship. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's all right. Long... It, it just doesn't matter at 30, does it? Just yeah. When does it start mattering? It just
0: doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at any point.
1: Really. No, I, d- I think it matters in your 40s. Back
2: back to the point, though.
0: Yeah. Right? Uh, I, Slightly going off the... My manhood,
2: Yeah. I think people go, oh, this is weird because he's not really that bothered about being that manly. Well, I, I tend to get—I tell you when I tend to get more manly. It's when I don't I'm think it means posh manly people. though. Why do you get? Because uh, I've become like, more cockney. Like, I tend to want
0: to be more like a geezer. I don't know why. It's well, just, get, like an affliction. Posh people make you feel like what you get ready for a fight.
2: Uh, yeah, maybe a little bit. I'm not sure.
0: And why do you think that is? Did you? Feel... I think it's just
2: the way I've been brought up. Because my dad's like a really like proper geezer. Mm.
0: And,
2: and then it sort the of gene, comes out. me Where did me a the bit. gene go? I don't really know. He's very miffed about this because he's an electrician and looks a little bit like a bulldog. And but it was his. They're in... my favourite
0: electricians, by the way.
2: Are they? Yeah, they are good. They give us light. No, but just a bulldog
0: look. That's oh. what I'm looking for in an electrician. Is well, you know that they're going to put in an honest shift. Yeah, and just you know, put some food on the floor for them at lunchtime, laughing. That's
2: down the calf, isn't it?
0: A you know, bowl of water and some biscuits on the floor. An actual bulldog. Yeah, just go. Help right, yourself. just to
2: get this straight, my dad's not an actual bulldog. Oh well, sorry, I totally. That was very I'm misleading. I'm not part boy, part dog. We're all part boy, part dog. It's the Chinese New Year, isn't it? Is it the year of the dog? It's isn't it the, the year, year of the, of the half bow, boy, isn't it? boy,
0: half dog? Yeah, is uh, m- <laughs> miming now. I you thought I, thought I was everyone.
1: excluded from this conversation because I chipped no. in earlier, and then you went. To Joey about manhood, so. Well, I,
0: I, I could hardly just go, so yeah, how's your manhood? But
1: you, no, I uh, know how's my manhood. Could you could ask me what I thought about manhood?
0: I was just about to do that, so uh, you've preempted that
1: now. Well, it's confusing, isn't it? I mean, yeah. I've been watching intense uh, speed watching uh, Boardwalk Empire right. uh, for four series, so my idea of masculinity has been uh, uh, altered by that. Well, it's Irish, though. It's American, but it's about the Irish, really, and the Italians. So a lot of uh, machismo and stoicism there, as you well know. But um, so I'm kind of... There was this scene where this guy came home and he was very happy to have made $1,000 cash for his quite demanding wife and uh, baby. And he said to her... uh, um, this is the last uh, episode I watched. He said to her, "Who was my name? You know, who who built this house? And you know, who's got this thousand dollars?" And then he asked her to remove her nightdress, and then he uh, had sex with her. And I was reminded. Against her will. No, it's just that she went into that sort of oh my god, you know, he's really, you know, this really potent uh, form of masculinity. He's really, you know, he's really um, asserted his manhood, and he felt truly, you know, masculine and strong. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm sort of a part of me. <laughs> part of me believes that um, quite a lot of men sort of feel that way, actually. But like, obviously,
0: um, you've been in relationships, but obviously, gay relationships. Do you find there's a yeah, situation... they're the worst, worse than any no, other do relationships. Find, do you take on a role as in you know, one who becomes more manly?
1: I th- no, I think that not well. It's Perhaps
0: uh, have you uh, ever said there's a thousand. Take off your nightdress or someone.
1: Well, my last girlfriend, for example, was very corporate, and so what she really brought to the table in our relationship, metaphorically, was sex and money, no domestic nurturing whatsoever. And although she may have looked more uh, feminine than me because she had to, you know, have all that city look. Always in heels, long hair, and a suit—sort of power look—but she had absolutely zero domestic skills. But I blame that on her private
0: school education. But did you have the domestic yes, skills? Yes, totally. Yeah.
1: But there are in homosexual relationships. I cannot speak for men, but in lesbian relationships, it's 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 furtherly complicated because you have to facilitate. I think at times, emotionally and physically, both the masculine and the fem- feminine because well, yeah, there's a, bit there's of, a great yeah, area. Yeah
2: yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: So we have got to do You're that. You're putting Joey off relations just for life now. Yeah. Though, no, well,
2: you? I haven't I haven't got the 1000 pounds who built this house technique. I've got um all right, I live my dad's electrician? I live at my mum's house and uh, Still. All right, it's not going so well for me, is it? It is though. It's going alright. But yeah, um but I do do my own washing. That's pretty much
1: most young people now in the city live with their parents. I
2: know, but I'm not young, I'm unfair. Yeah,
1: you've got the uh, 80s to thank for that.
2: Yeah, I know. We was moaning about the 80s outside. What? What's, what's well, the
1: beginning the of the privatisation of everything and affected uh, houses. And uh, free market economy that's run on a crash and boom housing basis, and so a lot of young people can't afford rents and they never uh, could houses. That, to be fair. Oh, that's rubbish! Come on, when we were young, we were, people were in you know those housing associations, bed sets, you know. But as a really yeah, young person, there was lots.
0: Joey's just lazy; he could. No, a no, no, no. People I are in their
1: thirties before they can get a house. Yeah, well into the thirties.
0: Yeah, but in Italy, they don't leave their parents' house till they're in their seventies. <laughs> So, like, I think Joey's doing all right. <laughs> you, I've got another 40 years. By those
1: standards.
0: Yeah, listen, Joey,
1: you're lucky you're a man.
0: Why? Because
1: it's just better than
0: being a woman. I don't like being a man. Well, come on, that's a bit of
1: a... No, it's not. Tell so me listen, not if either. I was a man right now, I'd love to be a man at this stage in my life, for I would grow a big beard and become a priest. See, I can't I'd live on a the beard. edge of the Atlantic.
2: I really want I one. I don't
0: think there's a parish there.
1: <laughs> Some. Okay, I want to sort of be Brendan Gleeson. And just drink a lot of Guinness. That's what I would do right now.
0: But you can drink a lot of Guinness. As good, the, the beard and is good. I live on the Atlantic. Yeah, and you can just get no, a false no beard.
1: drinking. I have thought about it recently, and I'm not get the lying. False beard. Yeah, I've been looking at them online <laughs> because when I was young, I used to adopt other characters. I lived alone. I was adopted, you know, yeah. um, and um, not lived alone, but I had a lot of time alone. My parents were in hospital a lot, um, and I used to adopt another character. Uh, a male character, and the male character would help me concentrate on my homework more. And I was just thinking, with my writing and creativity, I might feel just more. Just like peace. an imaginary friend. No, I would, I an would occupy my, my masculine. Getting back to sort of linked to manhood, I'd be my boy version of me.
0: Well, I think you are quite boyish anyway in your attitude to life.
1: Well, I, I, I'm a mixture in my attitude. I mean, I'm, I'm like most lesbians. I like to. Have that side and I like the heels as well, so it's good to have a mix. But I want a false
0: beard. Well, we can buy you one straight after the show. Well, I think the glue
1: would react on my feminine, sensitive skin, but I really think my life would be improved by a sort of cropped hair and and a a false beard. When
0: you see someone like Joey who could grow a beard but doesn't, it's really annoying. I haven't shaved for four days.
1: No, it doesn't because um, I, I really. I, I, sorry, man, I man. know I, I will bring it back to age a lot because the, the nature of my midlife crises. But I don't think it's so important to have a beard when you're so young. Although, just, l- just you, leaving the Beatles, obviously they all had beards. Just like
0: a woman approaching fifty should have a beard.
1: <laughs> just, just it, on an older man, I think, and especially an artistic man, it's good to have a big beard now. Not, not the groomed, Edwardian beard. Just a big, a big Jim Morrison beard. You know, just a big beard.
0: Not the ZZ Top.
1: No, no, not that at all. The the George Harrison towards the end of the Beatles.
0: Yeah, that wasn't a strong beard though.
1: It was a, a very black beard, but yeah, it wasn't a. It was
0: wispy, wasn't it?
1: It
2: was slightly wispy. See, I've got loads of patches. so That doesn't happen. I just patches. Look, yeah, I look a bit creepy when I grow. Up. I look like you know when you see a picture of Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Now he's like homeless. That's what he's I look not like. homeless. He's he has been though, hasn't he? Is at he? points, I think so. He no, looks that, homeless. That's just the film, Joey. Are you no, he's got his too parents, many homes his in that. Parents went away. <laughs> he's seriously homeless. I think he's been in a lot of trouble. No, I don't think
1: the How ironic. Mean, like, is this a guy that did Home Alone? Yeah. yeah. That's like some sort of leg legacy that no, he's unconsciously living out in his yeah, real he, life. He, he it's of, incredible.
0: Uh, he didn't even get any of his money till he was 18. It was went to a trust. So there's no way he's not doing good for himself. I think he started a band. I was reading about that. He started a weird band that. Uh, did cover versions of Nirvana songs or something, but you used to always mention Blooms. Oh. They got booed off the stage in the cloud. I, I'm it. not surprised. Yeah, he's obviously lost it. Yeah. So you're mid-li- So you're having a midlife crisis now, Rona?
1: Oh, God. I've had one in my entire 40s. I'm in the final year, as you well know, because I'm two months older than you. I'm in the final... Right, so final, but Sean Owen no says that he's only thirty-six. You're not one of these no, performers know. that <laughs> lie about their age. No. <laughs> thirty-six. I never, Sean can, I never understand why women do that either. I
2: cannot understand. Well,
0: because we live in a society that kind of is ageist. That's why that happens.
2: I've genuinely yeah. started doing the opposite. What? I've started saying that I am forty, even though I'm only thirty. Why? As a kind of like a stand against people like Russell Kane, who's are really twenty-nine. Think make any
0: stands. Jerry, I love you but you're not a kind of mega standard. No, I just person. think it's funny so... That yeah, that's fair enough. There you go. If you're doing it for funny, <laughs> that's all right. Now are you gonna twin brother show? Yeah. So what's your show?
2: Um it's about our uh, I'm thirty and I live at my mum's house and I did Nevermind the Buzzcocks and I thought I was gonna be massive and it hasn't really happened and I'm not quite bitter about it. But in a fun way.
0: You did it once, yeah? Twice. Right. I did ten series, didn't really do me. I girls. did it once. Was I on them?
1: No, I hated it. I hated all these panel shows. They're
0: very sexist, to be sure.
1: Oh, they're just so dull. I just I just felt I was just on another planet. I did them all in the 90s. I just couldn't... Yeah, it, it, as a woman, it was often a case of if you tried to pretend you looked relaxed, smiled, and got perhaps two tiny bits of audience reaction, then you had a successful But So what appearance.
0: do you think of this kind of... Um... You know the way the BBC now is saying there has to be a female on all these shows. What do you make of that?
1: Yes, I've thought about this. It's not just that. It's not just female. There's a new policy out because my friend and business partner who's a TV producer has just been to a big TV meeting and they've actually been told, they, as in TV industry, that they have to make programmes now representing um, you know, working class people, black people, gay people and women. So it's across, it's across the board, right? Um, so what I think is
0: positive discrimination
1: a bit of that I also believe though in sort of natural talent should come through whatever you are um but then i also believe that there is a sort of karma or if you don't like the word karma because it's too esoteric uh consequences uh for actions you know cause and effect yeah. for years of persecution of various people and lack of representation um are now getting their fair share of it so there's it's a bit of balance as you yeah, go on but but at the same time, i think like- i think there's an awful lot of Crappy female comics round now. But that's what I mean. Like that, I, I that. feel that are allowed. Like if I feel like if they were, and I sound sort of bitter and hurt, but it, it's not that. It's just that it, you know. In our beginning, I mean, I'm after you as a stand up. Yeah. But in the nineties, there were. It was very very hard you to go out on stage as a woman. I mean, I, I, I was quite natural at it, but you you get a lot of abuse. Yeah, you three up- women booked to do the store or two. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and you
0: end up having to be aggressive to yeah. counterbalance. Them. So
1: you can't be an artist and, and work your ideas and your stuff. You have to be this gladiator. It's quite a masculine force. Yeah. And I think what's happened now is a lot of women have been able to come through, which is great, with lots of different creative ideas because they're maybe not getting shouted, But, you it, know, but
0: it is still that thing of at, like... But, if, if there was a female on a panel show, uh, they must be wondering: Am I on here for the numbers, or am I yeah. actually that good that they've asked me on?
1: I think they just think they're glad they're on the panel show because they're making some money and, and panel oh, you're not even making. It yeah, they're money, just to but... they make me want to nail my. But what to the you table. said
2: there, I I agree. I feel the same because I am um, an alternative comedian. Like I find in a lot of clubs, still I have to go out and be aggressive. Yeah. when I'd rather just be I artistic. you being aggressive, though. You days. have to. Like, well, I was, I was up a the a creek on a Friday night. A you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, no, you I, can't, I can't go out and go, I'm going to talk about um, a mock in detail for 15 minutes.
1: Yeah, yeah. still going up the yeah, creek. still going. But,
2: and then the same when for these back shows. You get
1: game, Rona. Oh, I, couldn't, I couldn't stand all that again. So
2: you
0: find you're, you're being overly aggressive as well, then?
2: Sometimes you have to. And overlook, do you know what I mean? I feel like there was a big, it wasn't, women that are being uh, disproportionately represented. I think it's, unless you were... It's women with beards, they're the ones <laughs> really
1: I thought yeah, about anyway. maybe just going back uh, on stage on a regular basis, but with a beard.
0: Yeah, but I think people will heckle you about the beard. Hmm.
2: But then you know what they're going to heckle you about, so you've got them.
1: Maybe out of political correctness, they they may be afraid to, because they may think that I'm participating in a sort of transgender process. Yeah, you may go want and to show some sensitivity. A big old fake beard. Yeah,
0: <laughs> this, it'll just come off hey, halfway through your argument. And I just do you know
1: about a, a long time ago? Right.
0: In Bethlehem. <laughs> so the holy Bibles. Oh, sorry, Is I just always get. Jesus up, Christ.
1: Right? Yeah. yeah. Is yeah. that what's next? So um. He's the fella. I was uh, at a gig in Glasgow in the 90s and uh, I came off stage and this, um, you know, the audience were mingling around, some people were leaving, people coming up to speak to me. And this um, this young guy, well, about, about my age, we were both young then, you know, in our 20s or 30, he came towards young. me, young. he came towards me, this young boy, a bit of a Rob Lowe face, you know, I quite, like that looking yes, face. Yeah. Yes, quite a, a nice sort of symmetry to it, quite, quite an androgynous mix. And as I walked towards him, he warmly smiled and put his arms out as a, a familiar figure in my life about to embrace me. And I just went through this process of, who is he? I know him really well. I don't understand how I know him. Oh, my God, it's Lindsay. <laughs> what? Yeah, it was a girlfriend, an ex-girlfriend from oh, when I was yeah, about dressed nineteen. dressed up as Rob Lowe. Yeah, no, a complete no. I'd gone through a complete process. Oh, like she in those days. Was a yeah, and but now, in those days there was hardly yeah. anyone, and so it's the first time I'd ever. Inc- and what was And has she voice managed like? to get a beard now? Um, I, there was a bit of baldness and a bit of a, a effectively a sort of small Scottish man look, a bit of a bit a bit sort of maturey, you know, a bit a bit like ages okay. mature, but. Short and a bit, bit stubble. And um Lindsay was living... Well, I kept the name Lindsay, I believe, because, of course, it's a... It's a it's Double. A, yeah, well, I've forgotten oh, really. the name and, of that. And Robert Lindsay. So, so Lindsay was... Man. um yeah. <laughs> So Lindsay was in a, you know, a relationship with a heterosexual woman and was th- going through the process. But it was very strange, the familiarity of well, this that face. That wouldn't freak me out. Well, oh, yeah. Oh, my God, it's Lindsay. Right. You know? I get
2: freaked out if I see someone they've had a haircut and I didn't know about it.
0: Joe, you get freaked out by a lot. (laughs) I do. To be fair. Life kind of tends to freak you out a little bit.
2: Oh, yeah, don't. What do you mean? Don't? No, just don't start me off on it. So, it's good
1: he says he's an alternative comedian. He I've is never actually. met you before, Joey, so it's good to hear that. As oh, thanks,
2: I, know I, I mean, Dave. my mum and Joey dad, don't I go
0: for the easy laughs.
2: No, my mum and dad keep on saying, "Why don't you just do observational comedy and then you'll make some money?"
0: A bulldog that can actually speak. Yeah,
2: I know. So that is amazing.
1: Because it is very. Um, it is very sort of mainstream and quite sort of right wing now. But uh, Ronald, young look, comics, you
0: can tell even now, like from your question, Jerry, that you're still obsessed by comedy, but you've, you're not going to get back into it. Yeah.
1: No, it's not as simple as that. It's a co- it it's is. Com- it's not. Get I, the I can't talk about this on a podcast. Look, you know, I will begin to talk about this now, and you'll think, oh, Christ, I've got to get back onto a subject. She's rambling. You've just asked me why I'm not doing stand up. Well. OK, if somebody came in now and said, look, here is a series of, of theatre shows we'd like you to fill, right? Write a show. I, I, I think I could do that. But what I can't do right now is be, sh- be sure I've put together... Oh, joy... You see, when you get older, you make serious points. Yeah, come on, Joe. You don't always have to say just silly stuff. I know. I said like clubs can you like roses. you don't want to do clubs. Like a neurosis. Come on, Joe, just leave
0: now, right? Please, Joey. Really, really show,
2: you, show yourself, Joey. <laughs> I said that, that you don't want to. Well,
1: I'm, uh, <clears throat> I was glad to leave the clubs ages ago. When I, when I got my sitcom in the nineties, I left the clubs. and I couldn't stand the clubs. I can't
0: stand clubs. Either. I
1: mean, I was good at them because I was I was no, tough. You were so so. But um, I wasn't getting to express myself the way that I wanted. But this is
0: what Joey's saying as well. You don't like playing clubs. No, either, no but Joey, I don't yeah. have but... the following to play <laughs> Anything See, else? I
1: have to finish this, right, because you asked me, and I, now people have heard me say this, so I need to make it clear.
0: Oh, excuse me, so hey, I've go have
1: So I've thought about trying out some stuff, and I, I have kept, a, a year or so ago, I tried out some stuff at the Hen and Chickens. I've had a lot of coffee, actually, just now, so I sound a bit speedy. Is that what you knew So I've written lots of stuff out, <laughs> but I sort of want to do a sort of lecture, a sort of lecture, yeah, something that's... preachy. But I don't know how that would get that into the whole Edinburgh thing. When I was playing Edinburgh, well, I was we'll playing in quite big places. It was quite... I, this would be much smaller, or really alternative very... Well, Rob uh, I don't, Newman's I don't,
0: last <laughs> show was like The Evolution of Everything, which was quite a serious, heavy show.
1: That sounds good. That, that's what, these are the it. words I like, serious, heavy.
0: Um, what
1: do you feel about these words, Joey? I'm trying
0: to embrace that a bit serious more, actually. Serious
1: and heavy.
2: Did you, did you see Kim Noble's show? No, I haven't got around to seeing it. Every time it's been Beautiful. on, I've been gigging. I've but that's heard... quite heavy. Oh, that's like the heaviest thing. Isn't
1: so it? there's two buses, Joey, right? You've got to get on them. There's a gun to your head, right? You've got to get on them. One bus is serious and heavy. One is called Light and Fun. Which one do you go on?
0: Oh, Light and Fun. Right. I'd be on s- got
1: an
0: Oyster Carada.
1: <laughs> Sean, you what would you one? go on?
0: Oh, uh, heavy.
1: Me too. I'd be right on the serious and heavy.
0: No, I would not want that? to
1: be. I know what will be going on in the light and fun bus. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Noisy. Anyone can
0: do light and fun, Joe.
1: Light. Yeah, but I... Do you, you ever, ever have... make
0: serious points in your show? Uh, well, this time
2: I'm going to make a lot more, but there's more...
1: Have you been hurt enough? I don't think you've been hurt enough yet.
2: Yeah, he's, uh, he's just people the He's, he's he lived at home. You play. sound like you've I'm got a this. good, stable family base. Yeah, but that's... But I'm getting, I'm getting, this, uh, I'm getting this axe to grind out of boredom, I think. Everything's been so easy. Joe's a got... very
0: hard worker as well. Joe, you, you you like get up in the morning and start writing, don't you? Yeah.
1: See I've uh, never I've never been able to sort of write stand up. Most I've of the stand up awesome. I did was just stuff I said out loud in my house and then it was a heading. And then it would just become part of a map in my brain on I stage and in a show, memory.
0: You know, cabbage
2: <laughs> cup of tea. <laughs> I would love to be like that. I would love to not have to write. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: um but
2: the, the
1: thing is what, see that what, is a bit light and funny but saying, yes, that. It's like,
0: nice, isn't it? it becomes natural where like maybe joey then yours tends to be overwritten i've you know, forgotten you're that you're quite rotten. funny thank you very much
1: because i haven't you know because i, I know. know you from just lengthy telephone calls yeah. lately
0: me and rona just have very heavy <laughs> telephone <laughs> for conversations for like two hours she tapes and then it's going to be a new show <laughs> i said i'm going
1: to say this on the podcast the last time she says to know you Ifing not, I don't know if you can swear. You can swear if you want. Right. Like, there's no need for it. No, well, but, um, but the balance vocabulary, ah, I think fuck. it's, I think it's natural. So,
2: so Joe, Joe, you, so, what is your show about then? Just about it, it's kind of because like, you kind of said this about. Yeah, I'm trying home. to kind of come. At, I'm tr- I'm trying to sort of uh, make people understand why I do surreal comedy. Oh, it's surreal.
0: Yeah, Joe's surreal.
2: Mm. Like because I Sean think. And I just, feel make me feel yeah. the same way about that dismiss it I'm i going, love
0: joe on my heart though
2: it's a load of like yeah, I get tush, that. but i'm like but well, you're hiding something no i just it's yeah. what amuses me and it's the way i write yeah naturally. you're hiding
1: your true self so
2: what i've decided go, to go do, get him rona no i'm not yeah, I, I'm
0: yeah right. go it. get him rona abstract get the bulldog get the going. bulldog off.
1: abstract you know you, you've had it too easy living at home so yeah. you yeah. got it too easy yeah you got a good dad you know he sounds like a good he is a good guy. A good sort of force in your you life, faced like. But you know, lovely fellow. But fella. you know, you haven't suffered. It's I'm not so really that back in me, This, this <laughs> abstract kind of surreal stuff is just. That's just girlfriend. what I enjoy. Go You've gone too it's deep. The deflection it? from yourself. Joey, shallow, what, shallow. Man. What, um, basically, I hope never. You know never now tonight. I'm going to finish my never point. Never cared Rona, about like it. Like you
2: finished yours oh. just now. Yeah, come on, let him do it, Ronny. I'll let you assert your manhood. I'm going to. I'm doing a show where I'm like people don't really get into this kind of comedy anymore because they think it's silly and it's stupid and there's no point for it. But then people will go... Well, it's oh, I hard after in- Eddie. Let
0: them speak, Rona. So go, oh,
2: I, I believe in uh, God or evolution. I'm like, if you break those things down, they're weirder than anything I could dream up. Yet 95% of the population go for that. But you won't go for my weird comedy. So as a result, I have to live up my mum and dad and it's your fault. So it's kind of like a... Yeah, well, that's,
0: that's I'm interesting. I'm just
2: deconstructing yeah. Yeah. that. Well, how do you feel things about right things for. like the Apollo... Fine,
0: like, I'd love to do, to do it. Would you aspire to no, do... Would you get a cleaning job there at any
2: time? Uh, I'd, you... I'd work on the bar. Right. I'd love on those little guns where they just fire it at the barcode. <laughs> Coca-Cola! But, but would
0: you aspire
1: to do something like that? Uh, of
2: course you I would. don't handcraft it, but I'd definitely do it. Like, I don't think... Like, mm. even, like, the comedy store, I still do, like, the five-minute open spots, and but... I never get any progression. But it's like, who wouldn't want to play a big popular... Room like that, who want wouldn't want to be good at that? I couldn't, me.
1: I couldn't be, I could not play a place like that. I would never have anything yeah, but you suitable guys are above to say. That.
0: What's the biggest you'd like to play? I to?
1: I'd never be have anything suitable to say to that sort of mass marketed crowd. I couldn't. What I want to say could not be communicated to, well, to those people. Weirdly, it wouldn't Joe work. The only would work.
0: be. the youngest person I speak to in life. Am yeah, I understand. Yeah. Wow, I'm really obviously I say that. hello to my neighbors, kids, and stuff. Well, no, but.
2: I, I've done... I like that. That's great. Uh, what did you say?
1: What's the biggest to play? Yeah, well, I, I don't know. I mean, I suppose in 2000... and.
0: No, but not what's the biggest to play. What What would you feel more most comfortable with? Your kind of point is, I don't want to play some more. Because I think after 1000, it gets a little bit silly.
1: Yeah, I, I, I suppose the biggest night of my life in terms of stand-up would have been a night at the Edinburgh Festival Theatre. I uh, don't know. That's a couple of thousand. What's the biggest you play, Joey? I like just a hundred or a yeah. couple of hundred. I like it
0: to be intimate. Yeah. I think comedy should be. Mm. I did
1: a Gilded Balloon 2007. It was literally about 60, 70 people in the room. Yeah. And I chose to have this this small space. And I, 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 I absolutely loved it. You know, it was roasting That's a big
2: crowd for Joey. <laughs> no, I, like, I, I do like uh, Edinburgh rooms a lot. Were like you I'm playing? Are it. you doing the Free Fringe? No, or? I'm doing uh, Underbelly, 8 o'clock.
0: Oh, they have moved that somewhere weird. But I mean the real like. The you you're you, you
1: sorted for Edinburgh already. Yeah, yeah everyone is. Because yeah. you see, I I wanted to try and do it again this year, but
2: it's I too late. It, Isn't it? It's probably not for you. you.
0: Comedy has changed so much. You we have to have a proper chat about this. If you want to do Edinburgh next year, start sorting it out now. Oh, it's just this. It I is annoying. I can't stand
1: this living in the future. This lack of being. We're all going to be there. You mean it's too late to do? Yeah, <laughs> do, I don't. I don't think I am.
0: Oh, you will. Don't no, you. I, don't, sure I don't want
1: another right. year of this, trust me. Um, I'll see my mum out. That's, <laughs> That's my duty. Song, <laughs> that? <laughs> That's what's another year. Yeah. What's another year for someone who's lost everything that they own? I'm going to hire I want him. What's down, another like, year? I'm make sing for someone who's your flag. getting used to being alone. Hang on, one Flight more. time. time. I, that was his I've one. been crying such a long time. Yeah. I love Johnny Logan.
0: Well, I did, because he won awards for Ireland, which we don't tend <laughs> to win awards much. So, so Are you a big
2: Eurovision fan, Joe? No, absolutely not. What's your problem? It's completely pointless, isn't
1: it? Everything's pointless. Again, it is now. <laughs> it is now. Another thing that used to be quite decent that no, is was no never decent. rubbish. Well, I suppose I'm thinking about...
2: The only good thing about it was Wogan's commentary, and he
0: doesn't do that anymore. Well, Graham Norton does it decent enough, Joe. Oh, yeah, but no one's going to beat it's old just so Tez. It's sad that uh, Dana died, though. Hey? Dana died.
1: Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. Do you know what? And when I watched Ask the Oscars, I didn't. Oh, it's a joke. I was going to go into James Garner. What?
0: All kinds of everything. <sighs> That was our favourite joke. When I we wondered were kids. why you your eyes were yeah, twinkling. I thought you said Diana wondered I wondered like, why yeah, your eyes were news. twinkling That's when you looked over. That is how childish I am, but you didn't give me my. Kind of, I had to ask. No, because well, I'm into serious
1: and heavy, so I never think to naturally give then. you the feed. Sean. I yep. can't. Let's say it again.
0: No, I'm, I'm. All right. See, it's terribly sad that Diana died. What did she die of? All kinds of everything. There you go. Yeah, Joey, you're right.
1: He sounds like he's saying Diana. Yeah.
2: Well sorry she's got a fountain.
1: Diana the Diana died. It doesn't sound like Diana died. You went Diana died. It sounded like Get out. Diana.
2: Get out. You should do a run at the Soho Theatre. Mm. Have you done one there, Joey? I've done a show at Soho Theatre. Just one, yeah. Yeah. But it sold really well and it went alright, so I'm trying on another date. In I the find future.
1: very central London audiences I find it I find a little bit difficult. Don't, Ronnie, you find everything a bit difficult. I do, and I've had enough. Yeah. I've so had have enough. I I've just had enough. I'm not going to hide it anymore. I find You have life not been hiding absolutely. it at all. No, I have been hiding it. I was okay. I was, you know, I was coping better than this.
0: Well, like years ago.
1: Yes. It'll all get fun. No, it won't. Saturn's left, Scorpio and still no improvement.
0: Well, thanks for spoiling that episode, episode of <laughs> neighbors. <laughs> Sap was actually left Scorpio, up here, yeah. Yeah, you should be feeling great chance... in all
1: your difficulties if you haven't. Any, any chance they're gonna go back together? <laughs> You should have transcended them all by now. Because you're
0: Scorpio as well, aren't
1: you? Well, I've got five planets in Scorpio. In your, in your
0: head. And
1: when you've got Mars in Scorpio, it's actually a more potent form of Scorpio than having your sun in Scorpio, which you have. In it. Do you believe in all that, obviously? I, no, well, I live it as a map. I use it as a map to live my life by, so yes.
0: When you look at your star signs, you put Me on the Me and Carl beard. Young. Huh? Do you put on the false beard when you're looking at your star signs?
1: I don't feel I need the false beard for the for the for the uh, astrology. You? Astrology, that beard. Let me explain. <laughs> is for walking on the edge of the Atlantic with perhaps a pipe, or a writing at home.
2: <laughs> okay. And did the uh, the planets and the star signs warn you about your phone getting smashed up? Now, this is something that well, we haven't talked
1: there may about.
0: may have been a Mercury retrograde. Now you're going to have to tell people, although, otherwise I'll be doing mm-hmm. what you want about. Sh- sh- just tell me she smashed her phone up. Mr.
1: Yeah, thing. can I also apologise, Julie, that I'm talking quite a lot, but, you know, I've been in the house for days on my own. Okay. You know, I'm nearly 50. I don't have a partner, children, a pet, you know? It sounds so, like a dream. What right? Would, so what, I, what I'm, I'm we using this.
0: <laughs> and then we're filming. With surreal humour.
2: <laughs> Within the double act... <laughs> It's going to so, take the world by phone. storm. Joey, Imagine what, how much yeah,
0: it's going to that. Your phone broke.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't have a mobile. I smashed it up.
0: Why did you smash it up?
1: I was enraged during a phone call yesterday and I smashed <laughs> it against the wall made a huge hole in the wall in my flat and uh, smashed my iPhone 5C into thousands of pieces. Well, it's listen, the third phone I've smashed in I a year. I know you said
0: you haven't got a partner, but if you don't get <laughs> one after this...
1: <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care anymore. I, you know what, and I, another reason for not doing gigs is every time I do a gig, I transport a new lover into my life, like, and 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 it, you know, well yes, they and they and they come and they say, do you know what, I really think, you know, just from what you're saying, you know, I agree because I do this when I, ha- I mean, I have been doing stand up over yeah. the last few years, just not on the, you know, tour. You do the occasional gay night,
0: don't you? I do
1: the occasional gay night, and I've done. I do the occasional corporate gig, which obviously I.
0: Spondulies.
1: Yes, it's usually about several okay? thousand reasons why I love them. Huh? Do
0: they go okay though?
1: No, they're the worst. Yeah. These are awful. Last one I did, I you know was in my hotel room taking Valium and red wine afterwards to, to cope with the afterwards. Uh, yeah. I would have taken them before. No, no, I'd like to be completely bright when when I'm when I'm on stage, but I, so I get these women who come into my life at the gig, and I'm you know I don't want any more the criteria. Of the kind of person I need is so large now. I'd have more chance of finding a snow leopard in Camden.
0: Being by the side of the sea. Yeah, he's fed up already with it. No, I'm just saying, what else? Yeah, I know you share similar suffering. What else would make you happy besides the false beard and the side of the sea being a priest and a pipe?
1: Yes, fulfilling my creative purpose.
0: Let's finish on that. We've also ignored totally Professor Hans Gruberstein because, Rona, you wouldn't stop. That's
1: my other calling, psychiatry. Um,
0: so, Professor, uh, we were talking about manhood. Uh, so define manhood in the 21st century? Uh, Definitions of manhood, they always hark back to the classic male life cycle of the 20th century. Well listen, you've been very helpful Professor. You've been listening to uh, Under the Radar with me, Sean Hughes, special guests Rona and Joey, and uh, Professor Hans thank you so much for listening Uh, tune in next time. Have
1: I come across really badly?
0: Yeah.